I'm Jordan Kistner, author of the essay collection, Thin Places. And this is Thresholds, a weekly series of conversations with writers and artists about moments of epiphany or transformation that changed their lives and their work. A moment that they stepped across, like a threshold, into something new. And the way that experience changed everything they wrote afterward. Hey, this is Jordan. We have a special episode this week. It is an end notes episode with a couple of moments from interviews that we really, really loved and had to get cut just so that the episodes themselves weren't going to be too long. Um, but they're really two of my favorite moments from these respective conversations. We have one coming later from Chloe Cooper-Jones, who wrote Easy Beauty. And we're going to start actually with a clip from my conversation with Saeed Jones about, it was it was right at the end of our conversation, and we started to talk more in a craft-based sense about how you write through material from your own life that feels really heavy or felt at the time really heavy while retaining joy in the writing process. And I really loved what he had to say. And so we saved it to share it with you here. A lot of people are writing about things that are hard, whether it's Mm -hmm. grief or something else. And I think that often it feels difficult to find the process of writing about a painful thing joyful. Mm. And I'm wondering what do you have advice for anyone listening who is in the process of trying to figure out how to put a hard thing down on paper, how how they might try to find joy in that? Sure. I mean, I, I think it will always change, but it's almost like you kind of have to, um, again, that phrase that I just trick myself. <laughs> that's, that's one of the keys to the book. You're like, oh, this we just watched Saeed trick himself in real time. Because it was, I mean, I, I wasn't always when I was writing the poem being like, oh, this book is about the afterlife of grief. You know, at first I was like, oh, what if I got home and there was a doppelganger waiting for me on the couch? What would that look like? What would we talk about? You know, like I was I was so interested in the, oh, OK, this formal. I'm going to write how many poems in what order about who? Well, I guess I need to go find, you know, a biography on Luther Vandross. You know, like it was I think if you. If you always think that sometimes you can write in a direct, candid, just, you know, MTV unplugged way about difficult things in your life, sometimes I think you need to give yourself like a creative structural challenge that you can focus on that. Because what I find is, and like I said, like it's a push and pull between the book, it's like... I was just having a good old time. Like when I was like, do, 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 do. Like I, this, the writing, the poems wasn't necessarily like, um, this daily emotional confrontation. And I was so excited, like line by line to pull it together. And I was like, oh my gosh, what if the poems repeat? You know, like that's what would get me out of bed. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. One more story. Let's do that again. Like that's an interesting idea. But then you look up <laughs> after you finish the work and the emotions come out because I think if something is, really on your heart if something if something if some idea is really working through you it's going to manifest no matter what you do you know what i mean it's like go make a stained glass window and if, if your body is like we're going to use this window to figure out x idea i promise you that's going to be what you make in the end you know what i mean and so it doesn't have and that's why i, I it's um a real joy maybe with this book, you know, instead of writing like um, prose, writing a memoir where you do have to like stay in the scene. What did she say next? What did happen next? Like with poetry, there's so much freedom 
formally that I was able to embrace. So at times, I didn't even notice necessarily what I was really, really getting at. And I think that's kind of liberating. So yeah, give yourself a little challenge. Like instead of writing a poem, you know, about someone who broke your heart, wrote, write a prose poem in the voice of one of your favorite rock stars. And and, and you'll be surprised what comes out. <laughs> totally. It's like following the thread of, oh, you know what would be cool? Yes. As opposed to, here's the, here's the thing I must express. Yes. And sometimes there's a really amazing way to write in the, here's the thing I must express mode, right? Yeah. But also you can get where you're going and maybe joyfully with the oh my god you know what would be cool yeah that, that really was it you're absolutely when you're when you're like how are you waking up because it was it was like around four o'clock in the morning I would just start waking up and it was like behind my closed eyes it was that spirit of wouldn't it be neat if okay you get home and you get home from a book event and you see a dead you think it's a dead body on the couch what what, what would you do you know like that 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 like <laughs> childlike enthusiasm and um, I just I got to see George Saunders at the Portland Book Festival um, a couple of weekends ago, and he was just talking about like how important it is to be just like excited and openly curious. And I think that's the spirit. That's the spirit that you take into the work. Not this. It shouldn't feel like you're sitting down for like a one person therapy session. I think if you're doing that, you're setting. And, and honestly, when I've approached the writing with that spirit, of course, it becomes this painful austerity because you're ever all the energy that you're amassing to do the work if you're like okay it's time to cry well yeah you're probably gonna end up crying but in, instead you're coming from a position of creativity and curiosity um one you're kind of giving your mind something else to kind of focus on as the spirit flows through you um but also i think it's like it's just a more confident empowered space to take on those difficult ideas That was Saeed Jones. Uh, I also wanted to take a minute to shout out a bunch of Threshold alums who have cool things going on. Uh, the first is Ed Young, whose book, An Immense World, is all over, you know, best of 2022 lists in publication after publication. But specifically, his uh, his book was chosen by the New York Times Book Review as one of the 10 best books of the year, which I completely endorse and is really exciting. Congrats, Ed. Alexander Chi edited this year's Best American Essays collection. It is a fantastic collection. I love his essay that introduces the book. Uh, and also two other Threshold alums, Melissa Fibos and Alex marzano Lesnovich, have essays that are included in the book. So go check that out. We have a couple alums who have books that are announced for 2023, including Hilary Leichter, Allegra Hyde, Catherine Lacey. Um, go look up those books, pre-order them. It is incredibly helpful to the author to do so, and then you get to read the book on pub day, which is always great. And then lastly, by way of introducing this next clip from Chloe Cooper-Jones, uh, I will just recommend her profile of Patti Smith, which is on the cover of Harper's Bazaar this month and is as fantastic as you hope a Patti Smith profile will be. Um, and next we have Chloe talking about, uh, this was just a, a minute sort of from, again, from the end of our conversation um, that I, I really was moved by. And uh, it's Chloe 
getting into some of her thinking about the politics of writing about disability. Here she is. For me, it felt like that being very, very honest in a fine-grained way about my own mind or my experiences and making sure that I'm including parts of my life and my my experiences that might make people cringe or might people make people uncomfortable or that certainly don't paint me in a in a good light all the time. Um, that was, I think, part of that's like the undercurrent of what I feel like is part of the political project of this book. And I say that very lightly because I well, I, I'm not gonna qualify everything I say. But you know, I think my own life doesn't really matter in 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 any sort of larger sense, right? Like like Chloe from Brooklyn doesn't matter. I'm just like a person like anyone else. So why should I ask someone to spend all this time in my own mind with me? And it's like, well, the thing that can matter is um, a representation of a disabled life that's very full because, and this is of course what frames the book, but it's also what frames a lot of discourse around disability is that this belief, and it is a utterly false belief that being disabled renders your life inherently inferior. And the book begins with, you know, a man telling me my disability should have disqualified me or people like me from being born. And that's a very historical, deeply ingrained cultural belief. It's the basis of eugenics, but it's also the basis of most disabled narratives when they're written by other people, like disabled people almost always die in books, you know, to give able-bodied people a sensation of their fuller, realer life. So the like sort of social or political project of the book can just simply be to say, here, you can't, you can't look away from this one depiction of a deeply full and real life. And the, the only way I can do that is by telling all the truth of it, including all the things that are hard to say, are painful to say, are ugly, that come from my um, least evolved <laughs> self, you know, parts of myself, because that's that's what fullness or wholeness necessitates. And that's it from us this week. Thank you so much. Uh, if you are a regular listener to Thresholds, please do us a favor and go on iTunes and rate and review the show. That helps us out very much. Uh, and until next time, take care. Thresholds is produced by Drew Broussard. Music and editing by Laura Faye Oshawood of Arthur Moon. Our art is by Lorelai Grossman. Special thanks to Justin Alvarez and our hosts at LitHub Radio. You can find out more about our show, listen to past episodes, and get in touch at our website. This is thresholds.com. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform and you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe. Or you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you normally listen, and subscribe and review us there. Thanks. We'll see you next week.